Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, one of the fastest growing movie podcasts in the world, where we discuss all things film. On this episode, we discuss the latest movie news from December 13th to December 19th. Hello, movie friends. Welcome back to the show. This is Anthony. And this is James. And obviously, we're going to start off with our movie news talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. We have a review coming out on Monday, so stay tuned for tomorrow. that. Tomorrow. Yeah. So we won't talk about it in terms of the movie, but I just want to talk about the box office where Spider-Man No Way Home charted the second best opening day in the history of the domestic box office with 121.5 million, including the $50 million previews on Thursday which is after the Avengers Endgame was 157.4 million and ahead of Star Wars The Force Awakens which was 119 million. So it's estimated to make about 242 to 247 million over the 3 days of the weekend. Very cool. People are finally going back to the theater. I think this is the biggest uh, moment for movies this year. Um, in 2 and, years. Yeah, yeah, in 2 years and it's just really it's great to see so many people inside of movie cinemas. Um, people were worried about di- cinema dying. And theaters dying, but people clearly know that like there's a different experience from watching it in a theater compared to at home. So this is a great, great uh, step forward. James and I have really enjoyed the film, and we can't wait for you to check out our review of Spider-Man No Way Home first thing tomorrow. And we will be spoiling it, so if you haven't yeah. seen it yet, you might want to wait until you see it because we I will think be... everyone saw it. Though. Yeah, I think <laughs> we all know. Million. And unfortunately, I mean, we were getting it spoiled for us on TikTok yeah. and Twitter. It's really unfortunate. I think there's a special place reserved in hell for people like this who were tweeting us like the things that happened. People and were like... commenting in our videos spoilers, and yeah, I was like, oh my god, because we just go through comments regularly to see. Reaction to talk to people and yeah, we I always check the Twitter notifications and like the tweet was literally what happened. I'm like, oh my god, really? So I, I regret not seeing it Thursday night now because <laughs> all these horrible people in the world just had to spoil it. Like literally just wanted to mess with us and ruin mm-hmm. our our experience and just tell us what happened, which was really annoying. But yeah. still enjoyed the hell out but of it. But also deep down, I I knew what was gonna happen. I knew we. I think but we it all was still kind nice of knew. To, it was kind of nice to walk into. It would have been nice to walk into it completely not really knowing for I think, sure. I think there was something that I saw on Twitter that was tweeted at us that was a big big reveal or a big thing that happened in the film that you didn't know you hadn't known about yet i saw but i saw three things in our tiktok comments that were spoilers and i was like come on guys special place in hell whoever these people were special place in hell all right let's move on to some denis villeneuve news who of course is attached to direct the next dune film part two which is going to start filming at the end of next year supposedly but he also is being tapped to direct the film adaptation of arthur arthur c clark's rendezvous with rama so this is the the same author who wrote 2001 the space odyssey the novel very smart guy um the novel takes place in the year 2131 and follows a group of humans sent to intercept an alien starship I'm assuming this will be after Dune, obviously, because Villeneuve, like I said, is attached to direct Dune Part 2. He's also going to direct episodes and be an executive producer on HBO Max's spinoff prequel series of Dune, The Sisterhood, which will be about the Bene Gesserit. So it seems like they'll probably go into pre-production like 2023, I'm guessing. I also think that my guess is that Jake Gyllenhaal will star in it because I saw both an interview with Villeneuve last year and a different interview with Gyllenhaal. And Villeneuve said, I'm working on something smaller 
that I want to make with Gyllenhaal. And Gyllenhaal said that in a different interview that Villeneuve has had reached out to him about starring in a film together again because they, they something love, smaller yeah. about an alien well, starship. Well, it's a smaller scope. <laughs> smaller, it's, it's, smaller scope. We're going to the aliens. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> well, I guess compared to Dune, it's a smaller scope. That's what scope. I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> the expansiveness of Dune. Like maybe they're shooting this in a smaller scale. It's like mostly on a spaceship. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess it could be like Interstellar where it's like an hour on a ship. You know what I mean? I get that. So I think that I bet that Gyllenhaal will star in it. I would love to see that because they have a great working relationship. They did mm-hmm. they did um Enemy and Prisoners and You almost said Sicario. I almost did. They haven't done <laughs> anything it. else together, That's right? It. Just yeah. those two? Yeah. Uh, but they, they have a great relationship. All right. Next bit of news is there was a new The Batman teaser, a Japanese little trailer, where we got a few more shots, some more dialogue, and it seems like the Riddler knows who Bruce who Batman is. I already I already got that from the first trailer though. Yeah. But there was some there's some cool new dialogue and then there's another shot of it looks like it's Bruce Wayne's photo on the Riddler's wall. Yeah, but actually to hear the Riddler say his name was yeah. really cool. Yeah, so, so that's it, in that teaser. But like a bunch of cool little new cuts of footage, a lot of the same footage that we've seen. Um, I love watching uh, international trailers just to see how they they're marketing, they, they're marketing yeah. and, and like how they structure their 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 trailers and movies yeah. and stuff like that. It's so interesting. The to same see. thing with posters, but market because it's the same Warner Brothers umbrella, but they go to other countries' departments and they handle the marketing based upon like you know what the culture is t- typically like in terms of how they market because it's different, like you said. And posters will be very different from culture to culture. Like we were, we just did an episode on um, Die Hard for our Christmas um, episode, which is coming out on thursday whoa spoiler <laughs> <laughs> and the movie there's a uh indian poster for die hard and they made john mcclain like jacked like shredded it, like, he looks like rambo in it he, he looks yeah. bigger than rambo like rambo yeah. too big like because, not rambo one yeah because indian cinema is very exaggerated and over the top so it's they they change it to suit that culture doesn't even look like him not, in the movie. Not, at not even close <laughs> even though he got like jacked throughout the course of filming yeah. but like he's enormous in the in the poster for yeah. india and japanese trailers they're still doing a lot of voiceover in the trailers which i like it's like it used to be like that in america yeah so it's yeah. not giving away everything yeah. every bit of dialogue but i'm talking like that trailer voice yeah yeah i know you what you mean, mean? Yeah. so it's like instead of the actors it's yeah the, exactly the voice. i like that all right let, and then on. uh nightmare early just came out which is guillermo del toro's brand new film i we are very excited to see it we haven't seen it yet but we're gonna see it this week it's got an unbelievable cast it looks like it's visually stunning and very mysterious he's one of our favorite directors so if you're interested in horror films and you like guillermo Definitely go check out Nightmare Alley. It's got great reviews so far. Yeah, some people are calling it his best film since Pan's Labyrinth. Really? Gives me I don't know. Hopes. Shape of Water was amazing. Yeah, true. But, I mean, I think everything he does is great. Yeah. Uh, we also went to IMAX headquarters for an early screening of The Matrix Resurrections. Um, we will be doing a spoiler-free review of that on Tuesday so you can find out what we thought of the film and to prepare you for when you eventually go to see it. But even if you de- if you decide to see it, definitely go see it in IMAX for sure. And then it looks ne- great. Netflix just released the new season of The Witcher, which has been getting a lot of positive reviews. It seems like they um, improved upon the first season, which people liked, but it, from what I read, it was a bit of a misstep. Yeah, like I liked it, but th- I think the, the concepts are great. I like Geralt. I love uh, like Henry Cavill in that role in the world and the lore, but I think that the, direct- the directing was a little off. The production wasn't really super high quality compared to what I was expecting. Yeah, I watched the first two episodes, and I wasn't really sold on it. It was the, the writing I didn't like. I didn't think it was very strongly written. And you have such a huge amount of source material with the novels. I was surprised by it. It seemed In very simple. But apparently they, they made a much better uh, second season. All right. And then um, Kingsman 3 is coming out this week. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. no. Why don't you read the Oh, synopsis? sorry. My bad. <laughs> he's just running. He's just skipping through my notes. I'm just excited for Kingsman. The Kingsman is coming out, but not Kingsman 3. 
So this is news about Kingsman 3, if they're going to make a new one. So Matthew Vaughn is going to be sitting down with Disney this week to <laughs> so discuss if they'll, if they'll want to make Kingsman 3. I mean, that's what happens. Slow when, news week. So Anthony's, <laughs> Anthony's a skimmer. He just skims my emails. Did you just skim it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, we'll see. I like the Kingsman a lot, the series, and we can't wait to watch the new one. But I would love to see Matthew Vaughn make Kingsman 3 with Eggsy again. That would be sick. They'll be sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a Train to Busan remake in the works, obviously, for Hollywood American remake. they got to do everything. So Mm-mm. they're redoing the South Korean horror film Train to Busan, which we adore. I love that movie. It's so good. Warner Brothers has announced that the upcoming film will be called The Last Train to New York, already kind of lame-sounding. It is currently set for release on April 21st, 2023. It will be directed by Timo uh, Tejanto, who's a pretty solid horror director, but I just, I don't know what if I want to... What he made? He made, um, what are they called? He's made like three horror films, uh, something like The Devil or... I can't remember. The Devil Inside? Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's a good movie. That's a good um, movie. So... I'll check it out. I, I want to see a trailer and everything, but in general, I don't want to see re- like I don't want to see a remake of Parasite. I don't want to re- no see a remake way. of Train to Busan because I think these are just perfect great, stories, great, perfect horror yeah. films and, and movies. And Train to Busan, I, I don't know if you can top it or anything, but you know they got to cash in. Yeah, I don't know why. Like I mean, it's on Amazon Prime, right? I believe Train I to Busan. Yeah, it was for yeah. a while, but I get it. You know, they're they want to make, make the cash grab. Got to make that money. But money. if you guys just watch Train to Busan, it's a great zombie movie. It's really, so good, it's super original. And a new trailer for The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent just came out. This is, uh, we've seen photos in um, the synopsis, and it's Nick Cage playing himself, and Pedro Pascal plays this super rich guy who um, pays him a million dollars to come to his party because he's like a number one fan. fan. Yeah. And it looks really ridiculous. It looks, and it looks like Pedro really has comedic chops. He looks funny as hell. Oh, yeah. Pedro's wicked funny. Yeah. I love Nick Cage so much, and this like makes me love him even more. He's just, he just, he's taking all these wild roles. He's taking this ultra meta role about himself starring as a role about himself it's like this is the end but even like more of a dive on just one person and mm-hmm. i can't wait to check it out it looks really funny it looks really good and it does he's killing it man <laughs> he never stops uh scott derrickson who is the guy who directed dr strange uh and his, sinister and sinister his film the black phone which is a horror film starring ethan hawk uh is going to get moved from i believe it was coming out in february to now june 24th oh, wow. 2022 for a summer release so um, you know, this is kind of common now that studios are constantly pushing movie backs, movies back here and there. Well, no, that's always a, been a thing, but this is actually surprising because this means that they think it's going to perform really well. If they're going to put it in their June slate, they must have had test screenings with overwhelmingly positive responses. Yeah, you're probably so right. so the studio's like, oh, shoot, let's put this in June. We can make more money because it's going to be fe- good. February release is not a good time to release films. Well, if it's like a like an awards contender, I guess January, February isn't a horrible time. It's you usually still, like the, the end of December. No, but you still, you still have to release before the new year. Yeah. It has to be in theaters for at least two weeks before the new year. Oh, I that's how it was. Because it wasn't, um... oh, never mind. You need you in order to qualify. You need two weeks of theater screenings before the end of the yeah. year. Okay, so that's why Licorice. Um, well, not not well, you, and that's why Macbeth has the early release yeah. because it's coming out December twenty yeah, fifth on Christmas, Christmas Day. But it's yeah. but it's they'll, they'll put it in like one theater in New York for like for a, a week. week. All right, that's gotcha. how it works. All right, man, you're just a wealth of knowledge. <laughs> Anthony is like the smartest person Shut alive. Up. So I get, I bet Black Phone's pretty good then. That's a pretty great interpretation. All right, uh, Succession <laughs> season finale of, of season three just wrapped on Sunday. We love this show. It's the first show I've started binging ever since I quit my job because now I have time to watch stuff. And I was begging you to watch it for a year. Yeah, it's it's so good. It's um, 
it, it's gone up exp- exponentially in terms of viewership. Like it, it went forty seven percent over the season two finale, and the season two finale was up like thirty percent from season That's one. That's insane. So the word of mouth of the show is just growing. Ex- it, it, at an exp- exponential rate. I just keep using that word yeah, because it, I can't it, think of anything it, else it, right it's now. It's an exponentially great <laughs> it's word. It's exponentially <laughs> high number. <laughs> you know what it does? It makes you sound exponentially smarter. It does. It makes you sound exponentially smarter. Um, but, you know, highest viewership yet for the show with the season finale. I thought it ended so well. I, if you're not it's the best finale. If you're not watching the show, I highly, highly recommend checking it out. Finales are hard because some most of the time finales are like, ah, oh, come on. But these, these finales, all three of them, have just been incredible, and they get better each time. This new finale was just fantastic. I couldn't recommend the show enough. There's nothing like it on television. Really? There really isn't anything it's like modern it. modern-day Shakespeare experience. And then <clears throat> it's exponentially great. Yeah. There's a new trailer for The Lost City, which stars Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, and Daniel Radcliffe in a comedic role. He look, He's suited to comedies. Yeah. Um, it's about uh, a, Sandra plays a romance novel writer who gets stuck on a, an adventure with her cover model that she uses for her novels. And she gets, like, kidnapped by Radcliffe's character. And then uh, Channing Tatum's character, since he's just viewed as a dumb model, he goes to try and save her to show that he's more than just a novel. Yeah, and there's a cameo by yeah. Brad Pitt. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. It looks it looks pretty funny. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Lo- yeah, yeah I'd, I'd, I'd maybe watch it on streaming. Yeah, I'll, yeah. S- I'll wait for reviews. Yeah, <laughs> but it seems kind of funny. <laughs> But I love seeing Radcliffe in like movies like He's this. very funny. Yeah. That 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 movie um was um Zoe Kazan, the that romance that romantic comedy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She they're really good together yeah. and I like that I think that's a great romantic comedy. What's it called? Like Love I can't remember. No, love Buildings. Uh, something. <laughs> love Buildings? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Italian Studies, a new trailer drop uh, starring Vanessa Kirby, who's a character who's lost in New York City without her memories, is coming to VOD and theaters on January 14th, 2022. Looks pretty interesting, and we're huge fans of Vanessa's. Yeah, she's super talented. Spike Lee just signed a multi-film year, multi-year film deal with Netflix. He just did The Five Bloods with them last year, so definitely expect him to have a few more joints with Netflix coming out in the future. Lots of Spike Lee joints. And then The Book of Boba Fett. Um, the filmmakers revealed that they were they Robert used, Rodriguez. Yeah, oh, Robert Rodriguez. I mean, um, revealed that he used the Godfather and King Conan as inspirations for the storyline. That's enticing. Yeah, I, I want to check it out for sure. I love Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, so I think he was a great choice. Yeah, he really because he did um he did a couple episodes of of Mando. Mando. He yeah, did the, he did the the one with uh, Boba Fett yeah, when he they did joined that one. teams. So yeah. that, that was a great great episode. Yeah. So obviously he's a great director and filmmaker. So. I'm honestly going to check it out more for Robert Rodriguez than for Boba Fett. He's a cool guy. Yeah. You know, he left the DGA mm-hmm. because they wouldn't let him credit Frank Miller as a co-director on Sin City. Oh, that's right. So he left the He was like, screw you guys. Left the DGA. That's why he didn't make that many movies over the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. He's been doing his own thing, and he even created his own network, his channel on TV. So he's been making um, – oh, I can't remember what it's called, but he has his own friggin' channel now. But he's been – he was like really stuck to his guns and is loyal to his friends. He's a cool guy. He also ha- is great at making pizza. <laughs> oh, is he? Yeah, I've seen a. I can't remember what it was. Like he another TikTok or was something. Like a, no, no, like another <laughs> another filmmaker. Like is like homies. I think it was Tarantino. I watched. He like went to his house and they, he made pizzas for no them. No way. Stuff this, like that. Was this on YouTube. It was on like I can't remember what it was. It was. It was I need to watch this. It's probably on YouTube. Yeah, yeah I'm you can watch. Find, this. You can find anything on YouTube. It sounds great. You can find exponentially great things on YouTube. <laughs> 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 All right, that wraps up movie news twenty nine. Get ready for Spider-Man No Way Home review dropping tomorrow, first thing in the morning. Um, and then Thursday, Anthony already spoiled our Christmas, <laughs> our Christmas episode, which is Die Hard. So. And then Matrix on Tuesday. Matrix Tuesday, spoiler free. And, and then our Patreon episode on Wednesday, but we can't tell you what that is because 
it's for patrons only. Oh, in top tier and Godfather tier patrons, we are doing our Patreon uh, Zoom, Zoom, Zoom call meeting today, meet and greet. So. Yeah, so 6 p.m. Pacific time, all you top tier patrons, we better see you there. Yeah, it's going to be exponentially a lot of fun. <laughs> all right, bye, everybody. <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Podcast is a Mirror Image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.